listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kaylin McCain. It's the week of January 22, 2022. Our local stories this week feature an urban goat follow-up, school enrollment numbers, and the Keywash Trail easement. But before all that, a look at the big picture. An advocacy group called Escuchame Vos is calling on local governments in eastern Iowa to allocate $1,400 payments to immigrant workers excluded from federal stimulus checks. Iowa City organizer David Goodner said the group's win in Johnson County had set a model for other communities. Um, you know, I could see where Washington, the city of Washington and the county of Washington could easily partner um, using, you know, the infrastructure that already exists in the Washington They might call it the Social Services Department, the Washington County Social Department, or it could be the Washington County, um, like, Community Services Department. But they have some kind of agency now that that does assistance and and could do a direct assistance program where they're just, like, writing checks to to people who need it. Columbus Junction organizer Aureli Espinoza said the group planned to keep its forward momentum. It's a lot of work, but if we continue, I mean... If we don't stop, just continue and continue, we don't have nothing to lose, you know. I don't have nothing to lose. I just think so many un- unfair things, you know, and I want to have justice. Dozens of workers turned out to Washington's city council meeting Tuesday night. Many shared stories of their hardship during the pandemic with the help of an English interpreter. It doesn't matter if there's COVID or not. We come here to work hard every day. Yo creo que se, que merecemos ese, ese estímulo. I believe that we are deserving of this stimulus. That's the big picture. We'll be back with the local news right after the break. Todd Hahn Construction is an award-winning custom home builder with a 28-year history in the greater Iowa City area. Todd Hahn Construction's goal is to build you the finest quality custom home while providing you with a positive experience along the way. It's one of the many reasons they've been named the Iowa City Area Home Builder of the Year time and time again. A custom home is more than just a house. It's the culmination of a dream and years of hard work. Todd Hahn Construction makes that dream come true by always putting you, the customer, first. For more information, go to ToddHahnConstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N Construction.com. City officials in Washington narrowly approved a controversial request to keep a goat in town at their meeting Tuesday night. The city council vote was evenly split three and three, leaving Mayor Jaron Rosine to break the tie. When I'm asked with the question of which is more disruptive, uh, prior to this meeting I was firmly in the camp of no goat. Following my conversation with Dr. Van Dyne, uh, a compelling argument was made to me about uh, the motivation for her patient to work and work for money to care for the goat, looking forward to being home to care for the goat. So I have concerns, but when asked, when I'm asked with which is more disruptive, I fear that uh, removing the goat from this child's care is more disruptive. Council member Danielle Pettit-Majeski made the motion, saying the benefits outweighed any potential risks. Obviously, this family feels very strongly about how this is helping this child as a school provider. 
And I do not see a reason if they are able to take care of this goat um, that we should deny it without any other concern being brought forward. Um, if, it, if it can help this child, then I think that we need to at least give him the opportunity. Council member Steve Galt voted against the motion, saying it would establish a precedent. We cannot start this. I think that it's not going to snowball down the road. We might have a say. We might have a final say in it. But by the same token, if we have a final say, we say yes this time, and we say no next time. Don't think that we're not going to have a mess on our hands. Council member Isla Ernest said she was not worried about setting expectations. I guess I don't see an overwhelming tide of people trying to get animals in town, number one. Um, if the animal, even though it's not particularly a well-trained sort of animal, it apparently helps this child and this doctor seems to agree that it would help help them. And any, any request is still going to come to the city, precedent or not. Enrollment numbers are in for school districts across Iowa. While the state regained around 1,400 of the 6,000 students lost last school year, districts in Washington County saw only minor or backwards growth. Washington Superintendent Willie Stone said the district had increased its certified enrollment by just 1.7 students, far fewer than anticipated. It is a little lower than this, than we'd hoped for, and some of that was the year before we had a pretty big loss. Uh, some of that was due to covid and we thought we thought we really thought some would more would come back than what did. Um, so it's it's good. Like I say, it's it's good that we're up, but we we were assuming we would be up a little bit more than that. Moving forward, we'll plan that they we'll plan that they don't come back. So we're happily happily surprised when they do. Everything about certified enrollment helps us to plan our budget. We'll plan on the budget we have. Um, moving forward, and then if those kids come back, great, we'll be able to educate them, but then we'll also get funding for them. At Highland, certified enrollment dropped by 21, continuing a downward trend that started during the pandemic. Superintendent Ken Crawford said the pattern would have budgetary impacts. With Highland's numbers being down, with the certified enrollment, um, that the money coming from the state's going to be a little bit less than it was last year, and that and that makes it tough on budgets. When the state loses 6,000 kids during a COVID year, and, you know, they gained back about a 1,000 of them. We're still short a lot of kids in the state of Iowa that were here two years ago or, you know, pre-March 2020. I think that COVID really took a hit on people moving and going to places where they can, uh, you know, live with somebody, a parent or something, as they try to find jobs. I think that's, you know, those normal scenarios. And if they don't come back, then that's kind of what happens. Mid-Prairie saw a decline of 16.7, despite faring relatively well last school year. Still, Superintendent Mark Schneider said there was no need to worry quite yet. A school district never wants to lose any students. Um, but, uh, you know, as a school superintendent, what I'm more concerned in, concerned with, you know, rather than what it does year to year, is, is the trend line. And obviously the, the trend in Mid-Prairie's uh, enrollment has... Uh, been going up. Even during the, those years of, of the trend going up, there may be a year or two where it dips down a little bit, but then it comes back up. And, the, and that just depends on how many seniors you graduate versus how many kindergartners you have coming in. Uh, sometimes that doesn't e even out. Um, so, 
you know, unless this continues, like say if this were to continue for two or three more years, then yes, it would be a, a trend I would be concerned about. Washington County has scheduled a public hearing on February 8 before it signs away a portion of the Keywash Nature Trail to a real estate company. The hearing comes months after conservation officials agreed to sell the land to real estate agent Matt Lepic, who owns a duplex on a neighboring lot too small for occupancy under city code. County Conservation Director Zach Rosmus said the department had taken its time for caution before signing the purchase agreement. That What we have actually done now at this point in time is we have actually approved the purchase agreement. Um, so essentially the purchase agreement has been signed and really we just wanted to make sure the reason why it's taken a little bit longer is we wanted to make sure we got um, some professional opinion on the actual purchase agreement where if there were any stipulations that we wanted to put inside of that. So we have actually signed the purchase agreement at this point in time. So the next step is actually to have a public hearing associated with that easement because anytime county ground is sold or released or anything like that, there does have to be a public hearing. While public input could shut down the agreement, County Auditor Dan Widmer said that was unlikely. There is that possibility. I mean, that's what the... uh That's what the public hearing is for, is to gain uh, input and let the public voice their opinion on on the matter. So uh, it's it's possible, but I don't anticipate that happening. All of the things that have already happened with the fact that the building is already there, uh, I believe that the the, uh, Washington County Conservation Board is, 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 is in approval of it, so those are some of the reasons. That's the local news. Stick around for the best news I've heard all week right after this. Just a reminder, if you're interested in getting a message out to our listeners, you can give our office a call at 319-653-2191. Messages don't necessarily have to be ads. We'll also take birthday messages, anniversary announcements, and anything else you want our listeners to hear in 150 words or less. Washington County recognized a handful of employees for their impressive tenures at a meeting on Tuesday. County HR Director Amber Armbruster shared the news with county supervisors. We have three employees to recognize this time around. The first is Cindy Sin uh, in the IT department, 45 years. Then we have Tim Benning from Secondary Roast, 25 years. And Melanie Hushka from Communications, 20 years. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is copyrighted property of the Southeast Iowa Union, which is owned by Gazette Communications, a Foliance company. If you want us to read an ad or a message for you during the break, give our office a call, 319-653-2191. You can support the show free of charge by recommending it to people you know. We like providing these recaps every week, but we need an audience to keep it running. That's it for this week. This has been the Washington Weekly Review, and I have been Kalen McCain. Have a great week.